All right, guys, we're trying to not talk over one another. So when in doubt, pause it out. Yes. I love that. I actually, guys, I think that we need to start reminding some of our guests that we do do that, like pause a little bit, just so we make sure we're not like talking over each other. Because sometimes I feel like they're like, uh, is it something I said? Like no one's jumping in, you know? Oh, that's so smart. Oh, I thought you meant like people who were listening. I was like, wait, but they're not going to know that we're pausing because we'll probably edit those long pauses out. But no, I do think that we need to tell them 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's really smart because I feel like they it does – we have some long, awkward pauses because we don't want to interrupt one another. <laughs> yeah. I no, still no. do it anyway, so I'm always like, oh, sorry. Laura, go ahead. <laughs> it's like the traffic <laughs> conductor <laughs> trying to podcast remotely. Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> Casey was trying to log on to Zencaster, Laura, and it kept on booting – her onto yours your account because she created the link and Casey is like trying to leave and she was like my computer is so slow right now Casey tell her what you said because I was like I kept saying bye lens like I'll see you and then my computer was so slow to close out that I was like I feel like this is when you say bye to someone and then you guys start walking in the same direction because I was like <laughs> bye and then my computer would like slow down and wouldn't exit outside so like still here so <laughs> Oh my god, that is so great. <laughs> awkward moments in life, very similar to the awkward moments in podcasting as newbies, figuring it out technologically. Yes, 100%. <laughs> well, I'm excited to talk about self-care today. I know. I've, I'm so excited to talk about self-care too. It has been – I feel like I have been self-care thriving right now and I'm, I feel like I'm in such a good place with self-care that I just want to talk and share. I love that. I think that that's awesome. And we're going to come from very different places because I feel like I was overdoing myself and then it like backfired on me and now I'm in like a better chill place about it. Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. I know. It sounds so juicy. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome everyone to the Flourish We Grow Together podcast. This is Laura DeFrancesco, founder and CEO of Flourish Coworking Space, a lush, sustainable, and inspiring space to co-work in Westchester, Pennsylvania, now brought to you worldwide. Thank you to coronavirus, but we're so excited to be here podcasting. I usually introduce Lindsay and Casey, and I guess that they didn't get the hint to introduce themselves. So I'm here with Lindsay DeFrancesco and Casey Fluhardy. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, gals. Hello, everyone. This is Lindsay DeFrancesco. I'm the co-founder of Flourish. And I am Casey, the community manager of Flourish. Yeah, our awkward moments will always continue. (laughs) In all of their different forms. We're not being awkward, are we? No. You you always go second after Laura. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That was my fault. I should have just known. (laughs) Read my mind, Linz. Read my mind. So open up. I want to hear this juicy story you've got. Yeah. Let us – like, I want to hear it. Okay. Well, full disclosure, I was also going through my period, which is just like an emotional wreck time of my life anyways – But so like coronavirus started, we're all quarantined and I was like killing it, doing the home workouts, 
being like very productive with all my time. And then I feel like I burnt myself out because of it. And then I just like crashed. And at the same time, I also got my period. So like, who knows if the crash was the period or the period was the crash. Who knows? But (laughs) so then I literally spent a week where I was just sitting in bed and chilling and resting. And I feel like I needed it. And now this week, so like there was week one where I was doing crazy things, being super productive. Week two where I got my period and I just crashed and I was like sitting on the couch with the heating pad, <laughs> counting my blessings. And then this week, I feel like I'm on a much different level where I'm kind of like hitting the balance between the both of them. Like I'm giving myself time to chill out, but I'm also being more productive. And I feel like they go hand in hand. I feel like one suffers if the other, like if you're being super productive in your go, 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 then you're not giving your body the time that it needs to rest and like reset. But the same thing works. Like if you're resting so much and like giving yourself so many breaks that you like don't have that momentum of like the ball rolling to like keep pushing you forward. So I feel like they go hand in hand and like really getting that balance is important. Totally. I feel like also like that's such an important message. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that right now. Because I think when this all first started, it was like, oh my gosh, we have all this time to ourselves. Like, I should be making the most out of literally every single second. But reality, it's like, there's actually just a lot going on. So I feel like so many people can probably relate to like, going ham the first like two or three weeks and then getting to this point and being like, okay, being a little like ridiculous or like overly yeah like just not balanced with it too you know like you don't have to be going 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 just like if you were at your normal work day you know so totally and then I think Laura you have are having like a totally different experience where before quarantine you were go 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 and like over committing yourself to all these things and now you're at a better place where it's like being as productive as I can but I also am giving myself all that time to rest and like reset and like decompress yeah and I'm getting so many things checked off my to-do list that are important things and also my to-do list is now like five things do you remember my to-do lists before quarantine lens hefty full two pages yeah and our employees have always you know, struggled with prioritization and everything, which I think is something common thread across everybody, particularly early on in your career, understanding prioritization and the fact that there will always be a to-do list. And I feel like everybody else's to-do list used to really stress them out. And then I showed them, by the way, this is my to-do list and this is what my life looks like. And they're like, oh, (laughs) Oh, okay. So my to-do list is not that long. And my to-do list before quarantine was just outrageous. And not to say that it doesn't still exist. It does. I just have almost entirely ignored it for better or worse. Oh my God. No, I think that's good. It's like a vacation. Lindsay's reminding me of things that we need to do and it's super helpful. (laughs) It's so funny. I like just being home, I found one of my old journals from my old work where I would write all my to-do lists. And I was trying to just find a page where I could write down like a couple things that I needed to remember. And I saw my to-do list and I was like, it, it just like brought back panic, but I can relate to like people starting off earlier in their career and like having a giant to-do list. Because when you're starting out, you feel like 
so much pressure and anxiety and stuff like that because you feel like you have to get everything done in like one day you know but then as you grow I feel like you like learn how to prioritize everything and I think you also get perspective that there will always be things to do and I feel like I was really driven by my to-do list even though my to-do list was very strategic it was my to-dream list it had a lot of really amazing goal-getting things on it so it wasn't driven by other people. It was truly driven by me. But even with that, sometimes it really hangs over you. And I feel like I've gotten to the point in quarantine where I'm so present that I'm so focused on what I'm currently working on and what's currently going on in my life that it's I'm so detached from my to-do list, Mm -hmm. which I think is very healthy for me right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's also like because you're giving yourself all that time, when it comes down to it and you have to do those things that are on your to-do list, you're like jumping at it and like going full force because you feel so rejuvenated from the time that you've spent working on yourself. Yeah. I have a lot of difficulty and a couple areas of my life that I'm identifying and working on as we're in quarantine is that my level of patience with things, particularly my own self and my own achievements, is very short-lived. And I'm working on understanding that just because I have these dreams and ideas, and this is something that I've always been working on, like there is no timeline for it. There is no expiration date for it. And I always believed that. But now even more so, I believe that there is no way that I can dictate the time either. So not only is there not an expiration for my dreams and the things that I want to do, but I also am not in control of dictating when things get done, whether that be from my energy standpoint or my other to-do list standpoint, but I also truly believe that there's an element of our life that's just, and I think we all understand this, completely out of our control, mm-hmm. and so timing will be what timing will be. Wait, so can you re-explain to me what you mean that like your patience has worn thin on on like your dreams, are you saying that I just push myself so hard? Okay. Because I want them immediately. I want something done now. And you're not giving yourself the grace to like let it happen when the universe is ready to let it happen. Yeah, I feel like I have been in such a push mentality for so long that I need to go, 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 go. And it's impatience for waiting for something to happen. So I work so hard to make it happen myself but at at a certain element you do have to do that and at in another you also have to recognize that universe's timing is its own and no matter how hard you work at something you can't speed up what something might not be for you right now I I love that and I also feel like this is just reminding me so much like how important self-care is like self-care is a huge aspect to all of that like to achieving your dreams to like when it will happen for you all that stuff and it reminds me of when Danielle Massey was at our self-care workshop and she was saying like her and we also had her on the podcast so that's another great episode everyone should listen to she was saying that her business did not start thriving until she took her self-care like so so seriously so she was in that mentality where she was pushing 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 and she was not getting much in return And she was explaining that until she started taking her self-care seriously, and she described it in her own words as like 
almost being ridiculous, like people thinking it was ridiculous, like how much time she was taking to herself to care for herself. But when she started doing that, her business and her dreams like began to flourish. And that's what she says, like things started coming to her that she wanted because I just think like self-care is such a big part of that. And I think that a lot of people probably, you know, don't even realize that. Why do you think self-care is such a big part of that? I think you just can't pour from an empty cup, you know, like it's also like how she talks about energy abundance. Like, I don't know. I just think, especially me, like I'm a Libra. So I need like the balance of like calmness in my life, or I just completely crash and burn trying to do anything like work related. So yeah, I just feel like people don't even realize that, you know, you have to take care of yourself and take it very seriously, like be very mindful of your self care practices, because you can't really grow in other aspects of your life if you're just truly pouring from an empty, you know, low energy, low frequency cup. Totally. Yeah, I really agree with that. And I actually really loved they were talking about her episode. You should really tune into it because something that I've been really reflecting on right now is the yin versus yang of feminine energy versus masculine, and masculine energy. energy. I love this conversation. I love I love the balance of masculine and feminine. Oh my God, it was amazing. And I feel like I'm really trying to understand the balance in my own life and understand that it is something where you actually have both. Because originally when we had talked about that with her, and I know it was such a brief time on the podcast, I was like, oh, I need more feminine energy in my life. And I do for sure. But it made me think at that same time that I needed to exclude my masculine energy. And I actually feel like part of what's holding me back right now is that I don't like my masculine energy. But I think that I've been researching more about yin and yang and feminine versus masculine energy. And there's those dots in the middle of the yin and yang where there is a piece of each in the other. And I think that you have to really appreciate your feminine energy and your masculine energy. And I've been reflecting that, yes, I need to incorporate more feminine energy, but I also don't need to shun my masculine energy. That's my go-getter and scheduler. And that's honestly what's helped me achieve so much of what I have achieved. So there's a place for both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so important. My before um, Danielle, which is episode four, by the way, if you guys want to listen to it, but before Danielle even talked about that, it's crazy because in my at my doctor's office, and I talked about my doctor in that episode too, but she has talked to me before about masculine and feminine energy and how it how it reflects in the healing process and like healing your body. And she said that because we live in a society where it's so like go get her, like climb the corporate ladder, do a lot of planning, do a lot of doing. We need to make sure that we're making time for those things where we're also incorporating the feminine energy of things because that's all male masculine dominated. And the feminine energy is more so intuitive and nurturing and feeling and all of those things that are so important that we can really hone in on, especially as females you know, and use that as our power. So when you're, maybe if you're in your business and you're making certain decisions, 
and you're faced with all these options, then start to like tune in on your intuitive side and think like, like just close your eyes and get more mindful and like intuitive about it and say like, what is calling to me? And I feel like we can really hone in on that and use that as our power. But it's really cool that that's also linked to my doctor was talking that like, you need to do this for stress management. And like, this is really important for healing. So it really is related to self-care as well. Yeah, I also find it interesting that I feel like some people are more naturally one or the other. Like, Laura, would you say that you feel like you have more of a masculine energy naturally? I actually do think I have a very strong cord of masculine energy, although I do think that there's a lot of feminine energy in me as well. Yeah. Case, would you say that you're more one or the other? Yeah, like I feel like I'm more feminine. Like I feel like I have to try with a more masculine energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like in planning, jotting down the to-do list, like go, go, going, all that. Right, like if I could just base everything off of like feelings and like all that kind of stuff, then I totally would, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Something- yeah, you are definitely, you always like mention like your gut feeling on things. Like you always have a very strong sense of like, my gut feeling on this is, you know. Yes. Like I love to be like super in tune with like emotions and feelings, but I think it's also like kind of like a practice too, you know, like we do have both of, you know, the energies within us. So I think it's like seeing where the other shows up in your life or just like practicing how to kind of hone in on the opposite energy that you feel like you're either ignoring or, you know, maybe don't have as much of kind of because they're both, you know, they play an important role, I think. Totally. Yeah, I really agree with that. And even though I have a really strong cord of masculine energy, I feel like I have been really pushing away from it because I feel like I almost became stifled by it working in the legal industry for so long. And really that truly amped up my masculine energy because I was having to deal with so much of a masculine industry. Um, Whereas I think that I do have an abundance too of feminine energy. If you think about me growing up, it was always very like laissez-faire of doing what I wanted in the moment that I wanted. And so much I think of the achievements that I've had, even triple majoring in three years or going to law school and getting my MBA in three years, even though those were like really big achievements, I actually did those in a very feminine way in that it wasn't scheduled. I just would work whenever I felt like it, but I was achieving so much even because I had such power-packed work that I did but it was usually at the pool at South Carolina rather than in a library really forcing things do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah it's cool for sure and I think that the ultimate reason why we practice self-care is kind of the same reason why we have a gratitude practice I think that they kind of go both hand in hand that ultimately it helps you achieve your goals it helps you achieve the things that you want to see in your life and it helps you create the life that you want. Because just like with your gratitude practice, the the reason why you do that every single day is because if you're looking for good things throughout the day, and if you're thinking in this positive, gracious mindset, then like, it's just going to breed like good things happening throughout the day. And the same thing with self-care. 
when we're taking care of our bodies and setting the stage for like a restful and calmful thing that has a positive outcome, like when we're, I don't know, like washing our faces, when we're doing that, we're like nurturing, taking care, and then it kind of breeds that nurturing, taking care, and then positive result in the rest of our life too. You guys get what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. Like you have to do these these things to, you know, set yourself up for a positive day or like for achieving anything really. And I think it's, it also makes me think of Jenny last night on the money management workshop when she was like, you know, you don't necessarily go to the gym all the time because you want to, or savings isn't like the sexiest thing. You don't want to do it, but like, you know, it's important to implement these things just because we know how good it is for us. Like ultimately, you know, like Totally. So now that we've kind of gone over the reason why we practice self-care, let's get into like the good fun stuff where we actually talk about what we like to do and how we incorporate self-care and what that looks like in our lives. I love this. It's one of my favorite things in life, to be honest. So it has been on my dream list to go for a walk every day with the puppies, with my dogs. And I have said that and I love the days that I do, but to be honest, it's a little bit hard in my town where I am because I have two golden retrievers now and they're very rambunctious and it's not easy to walk through town with really rambunctious dogs and I've been quarantining on a farm so I just walk out the door and they can go on a walk with me for like two miles off leash and we go and I love because it's not blacktop so it's not bad on their ACLs and my older dog bear has an ACL tear so it's all on grass and dirt and with streams and hills and everything so I've been going on a walk multiple times a day every day and it feels so good I love that that literally sounds amazing and I know the puppies probably literally love that I think that that's honestly been one of the best things for probably everyone during this Mm -hmm. it's just like the amount of time that we can spend outside now you know and I it actually just is warming my heart like seeing how many people are going for walks and spending time outside too you know like I just feel like that's we don't take enough time to just truly appreciate mother nature like she's beautiful you know like it's just she's so grounding and you just feel better you preach it Kate (laughs) I'm serious like especially in springtime you're just like gosh damn it is freaking you know like in awe it's just like so nice to be able to appreciate it and totally it's so grounded and you've been going on walks with ag and Marie, right oh my mom cannot walk very far <laughs> but my mom and my dad yes i've been going on nice long walks and we walk behind my house and i'm super lucky because i have a bunch of farms behind my house so i can see stop and see like all the horses and it's really pretty. It's just a bunch of like fields and flowers and it's super green. So it's been so good. I love that. Being outside for me is very grounding. So, you know, during my walks, I'll usually start the first one where I am not on my phone and I'm just thinking and I might multitask in walks later in the day. But even during my normal routine, every single weekend is deeply immersed in nature on the farm with the horses or 
out by the river or something because I find for me it's very, very grounding, helps a lot with my anxiety and enables me to do a sort of active meditation where I'm involved in something light but it involves my brain to the extent that I'm not thinking about my to-do list or everything else in my life. That's amazing. Linz, I want to hear about yours. So in terms of self-care, um, well, after our podcast with Marissa, which is episode number nine? Nine. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is our 10th. Yeah, I actually think we already have 10 episodes. Wow. Episode number nine, um, I started tongue scraping. Did you? Which is really, really cool. And something that has helped me because I'm so not a morning person. Like, I'm really not a morning. I'm like naughty. Nothing's up there in my brain in the morning. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what day it is. I don't know my phone number, nothing. So something that's really helped me is having like a set thing that I do in the morning. And I write that down and it's the same thing. It doesn't change. It's the same thing every single morning, but it really helps that I write down the things that I want to do and the order that I do them on. And I put them as a note in my phone. So that when I wake up, if I forget for any reason, or I'm like, where do I start my day today? Then I just look at that and I do that. And it's like the first thing I do, I go to brush my teeth and then I wash my wash my face and then I do my skincare. I come to the kitchen, feed Rowan, take um, all the supplements that my doctor has told me to do. And then I start making breakfast and then I let Rowan out, come back, eat breakfast. But it just really helps me in having like that something that I do in the morning, like automatically like waking up and like knowing what I'm supposed to do because otherwise because I'm such not a morning person I'll just sit in bed and be like what do I do or like then I'll get on my phone which I feel like is never a good way for me to start the day so I think that that's something that really helps me and then also I don't know if this is really considered self-care but I like it is I've made it so throughout the week there's two nights where me and Shane do like a fancy it's not fancy dinner but like a special dinner because we've spent so much time eating in our own kitchen, which is awesome. But because of that, I feel like it gets a little bit routine. All the things that we're eating, it's what we generally do, but um, like the general meals that we typically like to eat, but sprinkling in those two meals or those two dinners where it's something special where we aren't going to the couch, but we're actually like sitting down at the dinner table and like, and I'm making something where I can get more creative or just like spend more mindful time in the kitchen, I feel like really helps me. And I don't know if that's considered self-care, but I think it is. (laughs) Oh, I think it's for sure self-care. You love creative expression through all of your different recipes. So that for sure. Through anything that has to do with eating. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's for sure self-care for you. I think what's important to note is that self-care is different from everybody, but I am obsessed with the fact that you write everything down 
for your morning routine because we talked with this about dad the other day and I asked him, I'm like, I'm actually confused. Was there ever a morning person in our family or how was it that Lindsay, Lisa, and I, none of us are morning people? And I'm the same way as you, Linz. People who say that they journal in the morning, I'm like, with what thoughts? What thoughts do you have in the morning? I don't have a single thought in the morning. I can't. That's why it's easy for me to meditate if I want to meditate because there's literally crickets, nothing, not even crickets going on in my head upstairs in the morning. But can I ask you a favor? Hmm. Can you make pretty graphic designs out of your morning routine and put it as your screensaver on your phone? And then can you do it for me too for my morning routine? That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Let's create cute little morning routines. We'll do one for case too. Yes. I would love that. We're a little bit extra. We create graphic design for every little thing and Lindsay's getting so good at graphic design and right now I am literally creating a presentation in design design for my style guide for myself for the next year oh exciting you're getting so organized that's amazing so organized and so bougie but hey you know (laughs) And this is all reminding me of what Marissa said yesterday when we had our combo with her that like the least amount of decisions you have to make, the more you likely you are to actually do it. So like writing down your list the night before, I feel like that's so helpful. Like you just wake up, you don't have to make any in, in the moment decisions because everything's decided for you. And like you making like a style presentation, like you have it all figured out. You don't have to, you know, wander about shopping trying to figure out what direction you're going in you have it you know figured out totally exactly and I'm also going about to purge my closet for the second major year in a row and basically if it doesn't fit my style guide it's gone oh that's good ruthless I like it I'm about to get real ruthless but I want to hear Casey what's your morning routine Oh my gosh. Okay. My morning routine is so different now because from working from home. So I'm really loving having like a slower morning than I usually would. Like I feel like before I would be a lot of times waking up and it wouldn't even be light out. So I like kind of naturally waking up at like seven ish or a little bit earlier. And then I'll try and do, I don't do this every day, but when I remember I have this app called the daily shifts And it literally is just like two seconds. You log on, you write three things that you're grateful for. And then it's like a short meditation. So it just has you breathe in, breathe out for like three kind of breaths. And then you write like how you're feeling. You kind of just like assess how you're feeling in the morning. So I'll ideally do that when I wake up. And then I'll go, you know, wash my face, brush my teeth. I've been doing a little bit of oil pooling because I researched that it's good for bacteria so just trying to stay extra healthy during this time I literally just use coconut oil and then I'll try and do like a workout I've been doing either I have like the core power on demand thing that I forgot to cancel so trying to take good use of that or my sister has been teaching solid core Um, so I'll try and take one of her classes with my mom if she has one in the morning that is so cute and then I'll just you know and it's probably time to start working. So then I'll start working. But that's been like my morning routine. And then throughout the day, just taking like, I'll take like a lunch break and maybe go sit outside. 
for a little and then in the afternoon going on like a nice walk has been nice and then trying to I've been trying to read books so I'm, I'm reading the book club book but I actually just downloaded the audiobooks app and I feel like that's really been helping me too I feel like I might switch to audiobooks completely do you guys feel like you like audiobooks or like physical books I really love audiobooks to get me through a book and you should just use my account because I get all of our book club books and then you'll have access to all of the other books that I love and it would be silly for you to pay double. (laughs) I let let Lindsay use my account and my mom and James, so many people use my Audible account. (laughs) But I prefer physical books for something that I really want to like do the internal work on. So for instance, I'm reading Becoming Supernatural and I actually think it would have been a disservice for me if it was available via audiobook because I probably would have chosen that. And I think that when I read a couple pages at a time, even though it is really testing my patience, but probably in a good way to get through this book because it takes so long because after a couple pages, I have so much to reflect on so I feel like this book is going to take me like a year to finish, but I do like audiobooks mixed with physical books. Physical books for anything, pictures, anything I want to work on internally, and anything that's actually nonfiction, but I read mostly nonfiction. Okay. Well, actually not nonfiction, but I read a lot of nonfiction. That's good to know because I love all the self-help books too, but I've been reading The Untethered Soul and I'm just having such a hard time sitting down and reading it because... I don't know I think it's it's actually I don't know if you guys have read this book but it's actually like kind of like a mind game so it takes a lot of mind power so I don't know maybe listening to you I'm like okay maybe I just need to like try harder to really sit down and focus on it but I downloaded audiobooks so it's like maybe I'd be better listening but I don't know do you usually do audio or physical lens I am afraid to get into the audio space because I really like having the book like I love holding the book carrying it around with me (laughs) I just feel like it's such a special thing to have the book in your hand and I don't know why because I feel like I would probably get through a lot more books if I did audio but I also like the fact that if you have like the book in your hand and this is so random, but I but I always picture like someone coming to my house and being like, oh my God, your book collection. <laughs> and then being like, here's my, this one's my favorite. <laughs> giving them that book. And I just feel like that would be a really special moment. So I do books in hand, but it's just for a lot of like reasons that are like fantasies up in my head. No, Lindsay, I actually 100% know what you're saying because, like, I feel like I've tried so long with the physical books just for the aesthetic, like, just for the vibe of having, like, a physical book, you know? I know, and it makes me so proud of it, like, when I see my bookshelf and I'm like, I've read those books, I'm like, I'm gonna be a genius person because I've read these books. No, like, I actually do know what you're saying right now. (laughs) Can we just keep nerding out because I'm going to be so real right now. I have read so many books and it annoys me so bad that I don't have them physically to take pictures of and we're in the middle of coronavirus and on TikTok they have these book club hashtag right now that's going very viral and I'm so annoyed that I don't have most of the books that I love to share 
in my TikTok because they're all on audiobooks. So what am I going to do? I mean, I guess I could get my iPad out and be like, drop my iPad with a picture of a book. I actually just thought of that. That's not too bad. But it really annoys me that I don't have them physically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm actually lolling that we all have some weird attachment to like physical books. (laughs) (laughs) And also I realized I want to – I want to diversify my Instagram feed a bit and I want to include what I'm reading and it also really annoys me there that I don't have physical books that I can take pictures of and share with people what I'm reading and it just really just grinds my gears to have to be able to take a picture of an iPad or something because I don't even like when I'm listening to it I have my AirPods in so it's not like I'm attached to my phone. Oh. Yeah, no, it is for sure a struggle. Yeah, these are real, real struggles. Yeah, no, seriously. I want to know what kind of products are you guys loving right now for self-care? Everything clean beauty. I'm obsessed with clean beauty right now, and it feels so good. My face feels amazing. Laura, I introduced you to that bandwagon, and you, like, fully jumped on, kicked the driver out of the seat, and you, like, grabbed the steering wheel on that. I know. But I still think that you're, like, the innovator. I just pick up whatever you recommend, but I feel like you are much more into experimenting, or I feel like somehow you're faster to go through products than I am because you're, like – Ooh, I'm trying out a new moisturizer. And I'm like, how are you trying out a new moisturizer? I'm still on the same moisturizer for like the last six months. I really don't go through products that quickly. I'm I'm like horrible, like where I'll buy something and I won't get through it and then I'll buy something else. Like I just love to test. (gasps) Oh my God. See, like I'm the opposite. I hold myself to it. I have to finish something before I buy something else. Otherwise, I feel really guilty. Oh my god, no. If I see something else that like I really want or has really beautiful packaging, <laughs> I have to I have to try it. I hate myself though cuz like Lindsay, you know, you come over to my house and I have like a bucket full of just like <laughs> random skincare stuff and it's like, "Wait, why do you have all this stuff?" like I know. I'm like, which serum should I use? And you pull out like five of them. <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's like, I'm like, I'm going to use all of these. It's not a okay, especially because skincare is expensive. I'm not doing that anymore. I have a Kipris. I have two Kipris things that I told myself I'm absolutely not. Oh my God. And I did it already because I bought a vitamin C serum. <gasps> see. I already broke that rule. But it's different, the Kipris. And it's the always different. different. It is. I mean, there's like a 10-step process to my clean skincare. (laughs) I use so many products, but it's amazing. And Lindsay knows I'm a little aggressive with my application of masks. So I do do go through masks quicker than other things. Yeah, it looks like she dumps like a jar of mayo on her face. Oh my gosh. What masks are you loving? I don't have any clean, clean masks that I love. Really? Oh, well. Like, I just don't, like, I have three, but I don't love any of them. I need to find, I was actually thinking about that. I was like, I want to ask them what masks they can love. Oh, for sure. So there is a couple different masks that I really love. There's the Indie Lee Clarifying Mask, which is this white sort of cooling mask and it is just incredible so on Sundays but not really Sundays but basically anytime I'm feeling extra bougie I really like to triple up my masks 
So first I'll do, I really like the Juice Beauty green apple peel. So I'll start with like a peel or something hot. And as an alternate to that, I really like the herbivore. Lindsay, what's the blue herbivore that I like? Blue tansy. Yeah. So I like herbivore blue tansy or the juice beauty green apple peel. And so both of those are sort of heat you up kind of masks. They're more peel related and really are looking to give you that tangle sensation exactly and and then I like to follow it up with a cooling mask so I'll do a heating mask and then a cooling mask so cooling masks I really like are Ole Henriksen's the blue mask from them cold plunge yes the cold pour plunge I do have that one. so good and if not that one then the Indie Lee clarifying mask is really good and then The last step to my masking that I really love is a hydrating, and I usually go for a glow recipe for that. Either their avocado or their watermelon masks are really good for hydrating. If I'm not feeling that bougie, then I'll go for something that's just like a 10-minute mask or something, and I really like Origins White Mask. Linz, what's the mask that Lisa gave us? The 10 minute, like acne clearing salicylic acid mask. Yeah, it's white from Origins. And so that's what I really like as just a non bougie regular day. Right, I'm, I'm gonna have to, you know. Did you write that all down, Case? <laughs> Actually, I love Indie Lee. Me too. The clearing mask is really good. The clearing mask, I have to try that. And then. Have to try one of the hydrating ones too. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I buy all, all the other clean serums, moisturizers, all that kind of stuff, but I never get masks, and oh. I don't know why. Masks I need to get more into masking. I love the naturopathic um, cherry enzyme peel mask that you got me for Christmas, Case. Do you like that one? I love it. it yeah, really good reviews. Do. That's like a peely one, right? Like that's for like acne clearing. It doesn't actually peel my face, but I do feel like it, like, tightens everything up, and I feel like it makes me glow afterwards. I'm about to use the patchology under eye because I don't know why. I think it's because I'm not hydrating enough, but I really always get these under eye bags. I don't understand it, but I'm about to use the patchology eye gels. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I do want to talk about... Some some things that I've been loving recently. Is that cool? Yeah, please. Okay, I've been loving my bathrobe. I went on the hunt for a good bathrobe, and I bought three of them, returned two of them, and I finally found the winner. Which one? And it's the Snow, S-N-O-W-E, waffle robe. And it's literally the best texture. It feels like almost like a towel, but it's super light. It like hangs on the body really pretty. The length is good. Anyways, I love it. I like to like bougie up my baths. So like occasionally I'll do a good bath. I usually like shower and then like I'll transition that into a bath. But I like to dry brush, which is something that we don't talk about. I feel like no one really talks about dry brushing a lot, but I love dry brushing. I'm like obsessed with it. I probably do it like two times a week, but I wish that I did it more. (laughs) And so I'll do that. And then I like to, after I got like, 
after you dry brush and you get your lymphatic system going, I like to do an Epsom salt bath um, because that will like pull all the toxins out of your body. And then I get out and I wear my awesome robe. (laughs) Oh my God, that sounds beautiful. That sounds like a night at the spa. Truly. And I'm looking up these robes and oh my goodness, Linz, they're quite bougie. They're beautiful. Yeah, they're expensive. But you know what? If there's anything I'm spending my hard-earned dollars on, it's going to be a nice robe. It's going to be a freaking nice robe. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Wait, I have to ask because I have tried dry brushing. What kind of brush do you need? Because I found it to be like a painful <laughs> experience. It's like, this is hurting me. Ooh. I have one that's double-sided and one side is softer bristles and then the other side is like shorter, harder bristles. And so that may help you, especially because you probably have more sensitive skin than I do. But um, the way that I do it is I start at my feet, I do my legs, and then I do my arms both in the direction of my heart. And then I dry brush down from like my heart to my stomach because that's like the flow of your lymphatic system. It's like up through the extremities and then down through the middle of the body. And then I don't really like worry about getting every single inch of my body. To me, it's more important that I'm actually doing at least somewhere than it is to like spend the extra like hassle to do my back or to do like my neck and like my feet. So like I just do like the big areas of my body and then call it a day because otherwise it takes me too long. And then it I start to like step away from the habit that I formed because it takes like it's too much yeah it's like making it more of a a hassle than enjoyable kind of thing and then I'd love to talk about guys too what are some because self-care doesn't always have to be like an expensive robe an expensive face mask do you guys have any self-care activities that you do that don't cost any money Um, I would say for me probably going outside spending a lot of time outside is like super self-care for me and also spending a lot of time with my family I just like love you know spending time with my family it's something that's extremely important to me so making sure I just feel connected with my family my friends with Matt I feel like that always kind of makes me feel balanced and like myself you know definitely why for me it's really been understanding energy management and working on making sure that my energy is abundant. So that's focusing on sleep and hydration, which I'm really awful at. Activity, like how you move your body, Um, of course, how you eat and nourish yourself. And I've really been focusing on less hustle, which has been really helpful, really, really helpful. Although I'm working hard and we're really doing well and I'm happy with everything. It's a lot less strenuous and a lot less anxiety producing, which I think is really helpful. Also, this this snow robe lens is just absolutely beautiful. You have the waffle knit. Getting this in her car as we're on the podcast. What was that? I said Laura is putting this in her car. While we're on the podcast, I'm not even lying. I appreciate that you're more of a waffle knit gal, Lens, but I'm going to be honest. I think that the plush bathrobe is really calling my name. You do, you. That, oh, beautiful cotton design. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not going to spend money now because I am really being mindful, but I have been. We just had a money management workshop last night. <laughs> we did. And I have been very conscious of everything, but I'm going to 
I'm going to be honest, I have been dreaming and wishing for the best bathrobe since the beginning of this quarantine, and it is calling my name. So also, when we're talking about free things that we do, I was just thinking about my accountability buddy, which is Lindsay. Uh, Girls, how has our workout activity been for so we have like a workout challenge where every two weeks we reward ourselves and I have been knocking it out of the park not gonna lie but then I accidentally overspent because you get a hundred dollar allowance and I accidentally spent more than that uh but how's it been going for you guys I feel like it's been good yeah I feel like this has given me an opportunity to really switch up like working out and stuff like that I feel like right before this all quarantine happened I was like honestly just not in love with working out I don't know I was just not liking my routine not liking what I was doing just felt like it was more of a chore but I feel like this has allowed me to kind of enjoy it again which is giving me a lot of life because I know how important it is for me to incorporate it for like mental health and self-care so I feel like that's been really, really nice. It's been like a reset for me, kind of. I love that. I was feeling the same way, to be honest. I was just not enthused by anything. Yeah, that's literally how I was. How about you, Linz? I took a week hiatus when I had my period, but now I'm back. I like that I'm doing more yoga now, more like runs outside. Um, It feels really good for me, Um, so I'm liking it, and I'm definitely – here for it but in terms of the spending the hundred dollars I think I'm gonna have to hold off because yeah of our money management workshop yeah maybe we should re- what what else can we do to you know can we reward ourselves with like what's something free we can do oh that's a really good question oh we're gonna have to think about it we really will right now I'm working myself out of the hole of the hundred dollar budget so I have to keep working out <laughs> until mid-may <laughs> So this is currently mid-April, and I just projected out when I'll get back to neutral because I accidentally bought some really expensive workout wear. So I have to keep earning. We get $100 per two weeks, so you guys can do the math how much Laura spent. Oh, it's mid-June. Sorry, not (laughs) mid-May. So I have to keep keep this up for the next two months to – work off what I just earned myself yeah. or treated myself to. You got a loan to pay off there with yourself. I know. I know, but it's fine. I've been doing really well keeping up with it. It's made me super happy. It also makes me super happy to know that 20 minutes of Pilates or 30-minute hike counts as a workout because Lindsay and I clarified it to begin with. And it makes me really mm-hmm. happy. That counts. Yeah, that that counts because – Originally, I always felt like it only counted if it was a high-intensity workout or if it was really serious lifting at the gym, and that was just such a turnoff to me. Yeah, no, that's like the easiest way to burn yourself out, I feel like. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, it's just nice to get in like a quick – but it just still makes you feel good, Mm -hmm. you know? Just moving your body. Exactly. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Anything else that we want to leave – our audience with I think that I like to end the podcast saying that in terms of self-care it should be something that fills you up not something that stresses you out so like when you see an Instagram star 
doing all these thousand things. Like, don't compare yourself to that person. Do what feels right for you. Do what's in your capacity. Do what you can do. But just remember that it's not something that's supposed to stress you out. It's something that's supposed to fill you up. And there's a lot of options when it comes to self-care, a lot of things that you hear that you can do. So just pick whatever resonates with you and incorporate it, but don't let it stress you out. Does that make sense, guys? Yes, I think that's a beautiful way to end it because I think that that is so true. It can feel overwhelming, but I like what you said, like make sure it's something that resonates with you and something that you want to do. I love that. Cool. Well, thank you guys. And if you don't mind, please subscribe, rate and review the podcast. It really helps us out. And we will be choosing a winner for the giveaway for the one month free at Flourish. So if you do rate review the podcast, then screenshot it us, screenshot it to us and send us a picture. And don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can shout you out and give you some love. And that's that's about it. Did I forget anything? You can also follow us on Instagram at Flourish Westchester. You can follow me, Laura, at Laura M D Francesco on Instagram or TikTok to see how my book drops go. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can find me at Sweet Green Soul. And you can find me at Casey Flu. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Bye. Bye. I'm Laura Francesco, founder and CEO of Dean Street Law. It's a corporate law firm that helps you with everything corporate law and has tons of free resources and guides on our website that you can find everything from protecting your company from liability, forming a startup, and the different types of entities, all the way to intellectual property and social media. So if you'd like some free information on the legal aspects of your business, head over to deanstreetlaw.com. And you can also find us on Instagram at deanstreetlaw. We provide a lot of free information. And always feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys.